Hi guys, this is Peyton with Girls Gone Right, and today's topic is probably going to be one of my favorites. It is why texting is actually toxic. So I'm so excited that I finally have some data to back this up, because if you know me, if you know me personally, I do not like texting. It is really hard to get a text back. If you are like one of my girlfriends, of course, like we go off in the group chats and things like that, but I just feel like conversation is misconstrued over texting and it just feels like a lot so I am very bad at reading my messages. I will even pull it up and show you guys how many messages that I have open. It's actually kind of scary. Let's see. Um, 288. Whoa guys. 288 text messages that are unopened. 129 voicemails that that I should work on that I got to fix and only 3,084 emails. So I am like the kind of person that would drive you nuts if you don't like having that like little red notification thing at your corner of the app um, because mine is absolute chaos, which I feel like also kind of describes my personality, but we are going to go ahead and back it up with some neuroscience to prove a point why texting is so toxic for you. So I have a lot of unopened text, but guess what? It's actually kind of a green flag. I feel like some people say it's a red flag when you don't text back and I got you guys. We are going to prove it. I am just not a texter. I don't like to have conversation over text, but like I will text if it's me telling you something, like we're meeting at a place and I just need to tell you right now, or if it's urgent and I just need to send a text and it's something short that can be delivered over text and not misconstrued. I do not like to have conversation over text. I will text you to make plans and meet somewhere. If we are making some sort of plan, if we're making a plan to see in, see each other in person, then I'm just going to tell you the whole, like, catch you up in person. But I don't like to have conversations over text. And this is probably not why it's not related to all this science that I'm about to give you. But I just feel like it's kind of weird. Like I feel weird texting people. Like I never know what to say. And I think in my own head too much about a response. And then it's just going to sit there and everything's written, right? So like someone has that, they can look back at it and everyone has their own perspective. So it's like you can send a text and with my sense of humor, it's dark, it's witty, and it doesn't go well over text. It gets very easily misconstrued. It's not good for me to text, guys. I should not be texting because I try to convey my dark sense of humor and try to be witty. I try to be funny and slip it in there. And I just think that people don't perceive that. And it's not as funny as I think. But if you're with me in person, you can easily understand what I'm trying to say and everyone gets it. But it doesn't go so well over text. So I try not to just like have some serious conversations or even like long, meaningful conversations over text. Because in my opinion, just call me. I'm a talker. You guys know this. I have a podcast. I can talk, talk, talk. I would love to actually pull up like the phone bill and see how many minutes I talk on the phone a day. I wonder if I can actually do that. I'm going to see if I can pull that up for you guys and I'll drop it here. Um, but I know I talk a, a lot on the phone every single day. I would say um, probably like 
two to three hours a day on the phone or four. It just depends what I have going on. I will call my friend. I work from home. So we'll just call each other and talk while we're working. And I call family members. I call my mom and dad a couple times a week. So I'm just always chatting it up on the phone. And I feel like I can just give you so much more information and I don't know. I just don't like texting. It's weird to go back and forth. And I also have, it's undiagnosed. We don't know, but I feel like I have ADD. Like I get very distracted, especially if it's on my phone because I will be texting and then something will pop up and then I just never finish the text. And I know some people say that's not true. Like they didn't forget to text you back, but I do. Like I will see something and I respond in my head or I have, I'm typing a response and then I jump to do something else because it needs to get done real quick. And then I forget. So I have a really bad ADD brain, so I'm not the best texter, and I don't think that that's a red flag, because I've been told that it's such a red flag, no one's a bad texter, you see it, you just ignore me. That is not true. I get things confused, I have, I see things, and I get busy, and then I'm always sidetracked, so I am actually going to explain to you why this is such a green flag here in a minute, but (laughs) I feel like another big part of why I like talking in person, I always tell people this, like, if you want to have the conversation, have it in person, like, if, 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 of course, people that are like long distance, you kind of have to have that phone call or FaceTime or whatever it is. But I love FaceTiming too. Like I'm a FaceTime, I'm a caller, but I'm big on eye contact. And I try to make this a point. Like if I'm having a conversation with you, I don't have my phone out because I feel like that's extremely rude. And honestly, my multitasking skills are not as great as I think. Like I can actively do one thing, but if there's something playing in the background, like a podcast or I'm watching TV, I'm only actually taking in one thing and the other thing I'm just like doing simultaneously. So it's probably not the best. And if I'm like sitting there working and watching something, I'm not actually taking in any of the information of the movie that I'm watching. I can't do two things at once. Once, I can't do two things at once. And I feel like there is like data to back that up saying that women can't do that because they've I've seen studies saying that men can multitask but women can't or maybe it's vice versa I don't know but I am a woman so (laughs) I just cannot multitask that well I can like do things and clean but I just like can't take in two information lines at once so anywho in conversation especially in person like I'm not on my phone you have my direct attention like I need to give you eye contact so I'm actually involved in the conversation and you know that because if I'm like looking elsewhere or I'm thinking of something like I'm only going to actively hear one thing whether that's you talking or whatever is going on in my mind so I think eye contact is really really important and other people feel that too right when you're having a conversation with someone and someone's looking at me directly in my eyes I feel like they are a good listener because they're sitting down they're looking at me direct eye contact and you feel a connection whether that is like a relationship or a friendship, you feel connected to that person because they are listening to you, they understand you, and they're looking at you in your eyes. So eye contact is really important. And I don't know if you guys know this, but they do say that eye contact is sexual. And I think it's just because people feel that connection. Like that's how strong a connection is from looking at someone in their eyes. It doesn't have to be sexual, but I think people kind of get that because it's such a deep connection that you can form just from looking at someone in their eyes. By giving them direct eye contact, that can be considered sexual, which is kind of crazy because I'm not even touching you. I'm simply just looking at you in your eyes, showing you that I am being attentive, that I'm listening. And I think it also is a sign of respect. Like me giving you my full undivided attention 
attention, that is really respectful. And I just know that that's how I want to be treated in a conversation is to have someone's undivided attention. I get really bothered when people are texting that I have to repeat myself. And then it just feels like you're not really listening to me and that you don't really care what I'm saying. So I think it's really important in any conversation. But that's another thing that you don't get over text. You don't get someone's like emotion. You don't get their direct eye contact. And if you think about how many conversations have gone wrong over text message, like things get misconstrued easily. The information fails to get delivered because you don't send it in or someone doesn't receive it in the same way that you're sending it, right? Like you read something out loud, someone else reads something out loud, and you guys both interpret that differently. And that happens all of the time. So I think it's just things go wrong over text, especially like I said, guys, my sense of humor is not for everyone. And I think you really, I'm an in-person kind of gal. I say that all the time, like you have to be with me in person and you will understand. But over text message, I would assume that people just, it doesn't go well. That's why I feel like the hinge thing is kind of weird too, right? Because you're just starting things off with a text message. I feel like things get so dry because I don't know the person like I, I don't sense their personality but in person they're looking at me in my eyes I can tell that they're charming they're a good listener they have all of these things that I can immediately know within the first 20 seconds of talking to someone but if you're just doing it over messaging it's really hard to understand like a person's personality and their sense of humor if they're understanding what they're what you're saying and if you're trying to be funny or charming sometimes it just doesn't deliver in the way that you want it to so it can be really hard so I'm definitely an in-person kind of gal I feel like you have to meet me in person to really understand who I am it's I mean even this like you're still seeing my face it's not text you're actually getting that like the vocal communication which again like this is about to relate to everything that I'm about to say texting is actually toxic and here's the thing it's because your brain does not know the difference between a text conversation and an in-person or voice communication so voice-based communication that is like I said it's going to be on the phone it's going to be FaceTime something where you are actually using your voice, the voice text, that works too. But your brain cannot actually tell the difference, like when it, your memory gets stored, it cannot tell the difference between that, like the voice communication and just a text message. So let's say that you've just been messaging someone for weeks and getting to know them, having personal conversations, your brain stores that as like a real conversation that you had, which of course it is somewhat real because it was over text message. But when you bond to people, if you're bonding to someone just over texting conversation, your brain doesn't know the difference. You're the same amount of, you have the same bond as you would a person that you've been seeing every day, having these conversations in person with, which you would think that you would have a better bond with a someone that you're seeing with in person having deep conversations with every day versus someone that you're just having text conversations with and you don't really get that face-to-face -face communication or voice communication. So your brain just doesn't know the difference. It just stores it and therefore if you're not actually having these conversations in person and something happens in that relationship, your brain is going to go through like the same coping and sadness as it would if you were seeing that person in actual person or you're having voice-based communication and talking over the phone. So I just feel like 
people can get more hurt if you're just texting and having those conversations because it's not as meaningful. I think when you have that conversation over the phone, if you're doing something long distance and you can't be there in person, of course, like I prefer an in-person conversation always. But if you're talking to someone over the phone, you really do feel like that connection, right? Like you feel empathy, you feel like they're listening to you, you feel their emotions over the phone, you get the real-time reaction, right? Because when you have a text, when you send a text out, Someone has that time to process, react, think about their reaction, and then send you something. So maybe that's not their actual reaction to something, but you think it is because they're sending it to you. It was the next reply to whatever you said, but it's not their actual response. The actual response is what you're getting in real time on the phone when you're telling them something. You get to see it first time, what they're reacting to in the first few seconds. Their brain is, it's got to think fast and they're going to say what they're thinking. So that's, you're getting their immediate reaction when you are talking to someone voice-based communication. You're not getting that same thing over text. So I feel like you're kind of missing out on the getting to actually really, really know the person because they're getting to think through a text message. They're getting to edit it. Nowadays, they send something, they can delete it. You can't do that when you talk to someone. You can't delete what you said. That's out there. So they get to delete it. They get to edit it now. They get to unsend it. There are just like so many things that happen when you are texting that you cannot take back when you're talking to someone via voice communication. So I feel like it's the empathy too, right? Like when you're talking to someone on the phone and they're like, yeah, my day was fine. And you kind of hear like a tremble in their voice or something and you can understand that they are sad. But if that was conveyed over text, you wouldn't know because they would just say, yeah, my day was good. But if you were talking to them over the phone, you would be able to convey those emotions to each other and hear something in their voice. And I think that's when you really get to know people and understand people too, is when you talk to them on the phone and they're telling you things and maybe that's not exactly what they mean, but you can hear their emotion in their voice, which that is a whole nother line of communication, right? Like that's kind of like you have the in-person too, you have non-verbal. And I think that's really important because like they're sitting there, they're making eye contact, they're using their hands. I'm a hand person. I always use the hand gestures, but they're using their hand gestures to talk to you. And that's kind of like the non-verbal cues too. Like you can tell if someone's actively listening, how they react, like the emotion on their face, the empathy, if they're actually being genuine. There are just so many things that you don't know if someone's being genuine over text either. So I try to just avoid any serious conversations over text. Like that is my rule of thumb. If you are trying to get to know someone do it over the phone. If you are dating someone and you can't see them all the time in person, call them. Call them if you need to have a conversation with someone. If you're trying to get to know someone on a deeper level, like if it's past surface level stuff, like what do you do for work? What is your name? Where did you grow up? Okay, sure. That can be filled out via text. But if you are trying to get to know someone on a deeper level, I highly recommend just doing it on the phone having a phone conversation, FaceTiming someone, seeing them in person, ask, saving those important questions for in person. I know some people like this has to do with online dating a lot too, right? Because you're messaging back and forth, you're getting to know someone and then you get attached. The attachment that you create via text message, your brain is not gonna know the difference. So you are attaching yourself to these people that you've never met, that you've just matched with on a dating app, that you're getting to know each other, you're sharing your personal information, your story, you're hearing the other person's story and your brain feels like you're attached to that person even though you may have never met them before. So save that personal conversation for in-person and I know 
everyone has their own hot take, but if I match with someone on Hinge and I see potential, if I match with someone on a dating app and I feel like it's going to go somewhere or they have qualities that I'm looking for and it's a solid candidate, I will ask them a few questions, but then I kind of just want to go out on a date because I'm, I want to have that conversation in person to get to know you on a deeper level. I don't want to do that stuff over text. And I mean, my personal reason, obviously, I didn't know fully understand all of this, that you can actually bond with someone as much over text as it is like voice communication. I didn't fully understand that, but I think it's just because I don't translate well and I feel like that that I actually don't translate well over text, but I just feel like I listen better when it's in person. I get to understand someone and I get to ask them questions in real time. It's like the real time thing too, right? Like I want to be able to pause someone, interrupt, ask questions and have like a just normal candid conversation. And it's just not as candid over text. So I have science to back that up. I don't want to hear any more. Um, but yeah, so also studies show that voice-based communications just create stronger bonds. Okay, so they actually did a study where people were doing like the voice communication via calling or whether that be FaceTime versus texting, even with just strangers. And people actually said that they felt more connected with people via voice communication, even if it was just a stranger. So if you're just texting a stranger, it's like, mm, okay, whatever. They don't feel as inclined to protect that person or understand their feelings because it's just via text communication. But if it's via voice connection or via voice communication and you're sitting down and calling that person, you feel some type of emotion to them. You feel some type of bond. You felt like you got to know that person on another level. Like you actually genuinely connected with that person. But via text, it's just like, okay, whatever. It was just a few texts. I've been texting this person for a week about to go on a date with them. Or you're dating someone and it's new and it's all over text. Like you actually form just a deeper connection via voice communication. So I think that there are a few places where this actually relates to, especially in today's age. It's 2023. Everything has gone digital. But I think the first place where this bleeds out is dating because dating has gone digital and people are just messaging on apps. So my suggestion is for dating when you match with someone, get there and get the information that you need to know to feel safe to go on a date with them. Go on a date, then go have all the personal conversations you want. I think Another place where this bleeds out is your family. Instead of just sending messages or messaging each other on Facebook or comments, call them. Call up your mom, call up your dad, call up your grandparents. Actually get to hear their voice because that just creates a deeper bond. And texting just doesn't make you feel closer to someone. I mean, here and there it does. Like you can send a short, sweet text and that's great. But give them a call. And I'm sure that your family appreciates a call versus a text anyways. And another area where this bleeds out into is your friends. And I feel like this is like I text my friends a lot, but I also call my friends way more than I even text them. So you know what? Give your friends a call. If you're trying to have a conversation, maybe just don't do it over text and have a phone conversation. I will call my friends and we will talk for an hour on the phone. And whether that's just like catching up and whatnot, I just prefer a phone call because I feel like I get way more out of that hour phone call than just texting back and forth anyways. So we see this just going a lot of ways in life and texting is just kind of 
toxic guys. So I am not a red flag. I'm actually a green flag because I don't answer my texts. So be a green flag. Start picking up your phone and calling people instead of texting. And thank you guys for listening to Girls Gone Right.